2: OMG! This, is oh my gosh, is the Rich Eisen Show. The touchdown machine. The Rich Eisen Show. Dalton Schultz. The challenge the Philadelphia Eagles represent on Monday Night
3: Football is what?
2: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
3: I mean, it's a division opponent. Intercepted by D. Um, it's going to be exciting. Monday Night Football. Hand Handoff, Elliott. Bang. To-
2: You're on the show. Super Bowl champion Trent Dilfer. Coming up from NBC Sports Boston, Tom Curran. Plus, author and doctor Sanjay Gupta. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Great chat with Trent Dilfer in hour number one. He always makes me smarter. Always takes you inside uh, a film room or inside a quarterback's helmet. And just talked about the rookie quarterbacks with him. If you missed any of it, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Show. If you have yet to subscribe, uh, hit hit that subscribe button. You'll be part of the next 100,000 subscribers. We hit 300,000 subscribers on Monday morning, and uh, we appreciate everybody who takes our show in that way, or if you're out there streaming us with your iGate, to use a phrase of Michael Irvin, who's joining us on Wednesday's show. Uh, You're watching us on Peacock. PeacockTV.com is how you can get us And see us every day between 12 and 3 Eastern after the Dan Patrick show every day on Peacock as well as NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM channel 211. You can also stream us for free on Odyssey. You can also get our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network where my podcast called Just Getting Started uh, is going to drop a new episode tomorrow. It is my origin story podcast where I chat with uh, my guests about how they just got started in their careers and the uh, second season of that started just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm focusing on voices of the NFL this time around. Al Michaels was the first guest. Joe Buck, the second guest. Last week's episode with Aaron Andrews. She told an incredible story about how she has a difficulty watching back her interview with Richard Sherman. She's uh, very critical to how she handled it. We always talk about how Richard Sherman handled that chat, that post-game interview after the NFC Championship game. Um, all those years ago. And uh, my next guest, starting tomorrow, is Michael Strahan. And coming up is Kevin Harlan, who calls Monday Night Football on Westwood One, and Jim Nance of CBS, and Chris Berman, and Chris Collinsworth, all coming up. So that's all available on the Cumulus Podcast Network along with this show. And I didn't even mention our other social media feeds. I could keep going. but Let's talk about Tom Brady instead. (laughs) So, look, I... There's really no way to set a stage for Sunday night because the stage is known by everybody. I mean, Tom Brady is maybe the most famous athlete America's got (laughs) next to LeBron. I mean... I would say LeBron's
0: probably a little more famous just because basketball is more of an international sport. That's,
2: you know... But Tom Brady is internationally known. His name is now going to be synonymous with winning.
0: He's, he
4: trademarked his name. He's got a new Brady line of apparel coming out. Why not? Plus, he's doing commercials, Subway commercials now. So it's it's a wrap.
0: Yeah. And they're hilarious. Yeah. They're well, I mean, <laughs> they they're really funny. The one that's a mock cologne ad is just—it's <laughs> very funny.
2: But you don't eat bread. Funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> funny Steph, it's stuff. a Commercial the the but there really is no stage that needs to be set because he's going back to Foxborough he's going back to Gillette where there are six banners hung and on top of it there's the fact that he returns as a defending Super Bowl champ for the team he left to go play for, yeah, for another team when Brady left for Tampa We all were shocked because we thought he was going to go where? Chargers were in the mix. You heard the rumors about Uh, Tennessee. He was knocking on their door. Raiders
0: maybe. 49ers 49ers. was a
2: big hot rumor at the combine. Yeah, going home. Hot Raiders when we had Mayock on in the combine in 2020. And I asked him about the Brady rumors, and he just, like, he sticked that aside like Dominic Hoshik. (laughs) Standing on his head, okay? (laughs) Great save by the keeper. And so we all looked like for the schedule, like the Patriots play the Buccaneers right on the spot. And I remember looking at it. I remember where I was on the set of NFL Network's free agency frenzy. Hmm. When the tweet came across that the Chargers were out. And then all of a sudden it broke that the Patriots were about to watch Brady go play for Tampa, not return back over. And I remember reaching for the schedule and seeing it, and go, "Oh, he plays him next year." That's too bad. This year would have been great. (laughs) This year's actually not thinking at all. (laughs) Not thinking at all that Brady would be coming back as a defending Super Bowl champ, and the Patriots would be starting a rookie in their first attempt at filling his shoes with a long-term plan. Because at the time of Brady signing with the Bucs, we weren't thinking at all that Cam Newton would be the guy to start a game for New England, the first one after the Brady era, because he didn't show up until June. And even when he did show up in June, we're like, this isn't long-term, until he had a dynamite first three games, and we were thinking, maybe you lock him up forever if this is the way it's going to look. And then we all know it didn't work that way. But the fact that Brady's returning home as a defending Super Bowl champ and starting for the Patriots is a rookie from Alabama, Mac Jones, in his fourth career start, that this is the matchup. And this is the kid that Belichick, for sure, because Bill doesn't have another 15 years, you think. This is definitely the Bill's first attempt at a long-term plan in, in winning without Tom Brady. That's the setup. There is no comparison. We can't look at other sports. Well, who has won six times in baseball and then returns for the home team to cheer or view or whatever you want to do that he's now a visitor coming off of a championship season, World Series championship. NBA, is there such a thing that exists? Exists? It would have been like Jordan showing up for the Washington Wizards the next year, yeah.
0: after, after winning a title, the Bulls
2: and winning a title for them. Right. That's the only possible comparison you could say. Yeah. It's never happened before. We're seeing Sunday night. There's no way to compute. So on his pod with uh, Jim Gray, right? Yeah, and Larry Fitzgerald. And Larry Fitzgerald. Um, let's go pod. Okay. This is what Brady had to say about returning home Sunday night.
5: I know that locker room. I know that home locker room. I know that home tunnel. I know, you know, which way the wind blows. I know it, everything about that. I know the way it smells. I know what a night game's like. I know what the fans are going to sound like. So in some ways that'll be really unique. I've never had that experience going to, you know, knowing it'll be a first time for me being on the other sidelines. So, you know, I'm not going to necessarily reminisce. I don't think this is the moment for that. I don't have plenty of opportunities to reminisce about my football career. Um, none of it, none of which I really care to do right now because I'm so much in the moment. And um, I'm not going to be thinking about, you know, 20 years of history. I'm going to be thinking about one night of football, a Sunday night game coming off a really tough loss. They, they're coming off a really tough loss. So both teams are going to be fighting and clawing for a win. That's what they have there for the Patriots. Belichick would say, "Listen, if you love football, then you know eight thirty on Sunday night at Gillette Stadium is the place to be." So I'll be there. My teammates will be there. We'll be ready, prepared, and it's gonna be a great night of football.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, Brady, as you know, um, he he strolls around the field when he sh- when he shows up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've shown that so many times on NFL game day morning. where he'll show up and he'll just walk the field. I, I, that field stroll is gonna be something else. It's gonna on been the night. other sideline. And then, you know, there will be cheers, right? Correct? Yes. There better be. If anyone boos Tom, leave. Go home. Go
0: home.
6: Go home.
2: <laughs> like, what are you doing with your life? And so like, at come on. some point, there will be, I imagine, that the Patriots do a video?
0: They could do the whole 12-minute halftime
2: Well, but do you do something? Because I remember when Andy Reid went back to Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. they did a video for him. They showed like a very classy video on the screen. The Patriots have to acknowledge his presence. Now they could also wait for him to throw his 69th yard in the game because of all, I mean, as if the stage isn't set in the manner in which we've just described Mm -hmm. He is sixty-eight yards away from passing Drew Brees to Breeze to become the all-time leading passer in the history of the NFL. He's gonna break an all-time mark. At home. Uh, away. At, at he's home. not home. Chris <laughs> got break up out in, of that. Break got, out of that. Got caught up in the No, rapture he's right not there. home. <laughs> sorry. sorry. No, he's the only quarterback in the history of the NFL to win a Super Bowl in his home stadium. Right. Sorry, sorry. He's the away team. He'll be the visitor, but at that point, you, you got to stop the game, right? And he won't want to. I'm I would sure say, he'll be pissed because it yeah. might be in the middle of a drive. <laughs> I would but. say no, don't stop
0: the game there. But I would do a I would do the I mean, tribute video pregame. Let's get everybody fired up. And then now they're opponents.
4: By the way, they have to boo him. Like, you cheer him no, before. What? 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 are you <laughs> talking <about? laughs> You cheer him pregame. You give him all the love. But during the game, he's the opposition. Well, absolutely not. You know how many Brady jerseys are going to be in the stands? I, that's just how I look at it. Like, there's I'm going to show you so much love beforehand. But when the game no. starts, I, gotta you, just, I got to boo you.
2: There's a difference between rooting against and booing.
4: Yeah, but and I don't mean like, hey, Brady, you, so, you know, like nothing right. off killer, but you're the opposition now. So I got to boo the man. Yeah, but he, he yes, and it, but it's a unique situation. This is a one-of-one situation. Yes,
0: he's the opposition, but every Pats fan, uh, if they're honest with themselves, was rooting for the Bucks last year to win the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> probably. That's probably true. I, I, I would not dispute that at all.
0: So, you were, I know. Yeah, I mean of course.
2: Certainly against the Chiefs. Certainly on the day of.
0: Yeah, right? absolutely. I wanted the Bucks to win last year because I love Tom. That guy has brought me more joy than any other athlete ever aside from David Ortiz. So, yeah, I want that guy to be awesome. Do I want him to win on Sunday?
2: No, no way. No way. No. no. But that's totally, that's, understandable. Boo that's man. totally understandable.
0: But I'm not going to boo him. <laughs> I mean, I hope he has five touchdowns and 500 yards. But I hope the Pats win 35-34. Well, you understand if that's the case <laughs> you
4: ain't winning that game, right? <laughs> he that's five why.
0: I just saw him throw 400 yards, four touchdowns and t- you know, 400 yards and no picks and they lost.
4: Yeah, but that was to the Rams.
2: So, anything can happen,
4: man. Oh man, man I'm <laughs>
2: telling you, folks, this is coming. We're I think we're at the beginning of this crest. It's the beginning of this wave. It's coming. And look, I know the Rams are playing the Cardinals, the Seahawks are, are playing big the games Niners this they're just, just throwing it out there. The deepest end of the pool is the NFC West, as you know. Andy Reid, we're hoping he's fine and healthy, and he's going to be there in Philadelphia. That's a big game for both teams. <laughs> One and two, right? I mean, there's a lot on this marquee. The Monday-nighter is the 3-0 and Raiders at the Chargers. This is the first double-dip weekend for the new stadium. Rams are home on Sunday. Chargers home Monday. Mm-hmm. It's a big football weekend. Nothing compares oh, to what we're seeing. One better than last year. We're seeing. There's was, no question about it.
4: And also, guys, you know, this is it. Like, I mean, he's not ever going back to New England, right? I mean, it's going to be another four years, five years before those teams schedule up again. So I well, don't want to yeah. say I don't want to say never with Tom Brady, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you, it, he might play another four years. Could but the well, it's, no, it. but
2: it's entirely possible the next game is at his house. Right. I mean, in four years from right, now, sure.
0: Do you think there's a situation where they come in? Like, what's the single game passing record? Like, what's the single game touchdown record?
2: Do you think that.
4: He's just going to shoot for something. They're just
0: going to go for it. Like, Bruce is like, we're going to get you all these records in Fox, bro. I
2: I don't know, uh, to be honest with you. I I don't know if Brady wants to show any. I I mean, uh, there's so many different angles to this. The entire week, we're going to keep hitting it, but I'll just keep give a brief one right here because I could keep going on and on about this well, and we've got a, a break and we got Tom this. Curran yeah, coming up who asked Belichick questions about the days of yore with him and Brady and as you know Belichick likes going down memory lane but this is one memory lane I don't think he wants to go down because we're talking about an opponent this week and it's Brady and and you'll hear the Q&A that, that Curran had in a moment before Tom joins us from NBC Sports Boston to discuss the Q&A that he had with Belichick, who dropped in his local media um, radio hit on Monday that Brady thought that the Buccaneers were a better option. He asked Bill why he thought that would be the case. Oh, boy. Hang on for that. But there's so many different ways to go about it. And we'll draw on every one of these strands that are hanging there. Here's one, though, Chris, for you. Brady already showed the Patriots up. Yeah. (laughs) Does he need to do it in their house in front of the whole country? Just how bad was it that he wants to rub it in their noses Mm -hmm. in front of all of them and the whole country watching? Just... How badly does he want to do it? And how badly do the Patriots want to prevent him from doing it? And how badly do they want to have Mac Jones say, we're okay? We're okay. And how badly do the Buccaneers defense want to Mm -hmm. do it for Tom? Tom, you're above the fray about rubbing it in their noses. We'll do it for you. Mac, you thought it was bad against the the Saints? Guess what? You're about to have a long
4: Sunday night.
0: I think that's very real.
4: And so, oh, man. 554, Chris, by the way. Norm Van Brock. Norm Van Brocklin still has it, right? Yeah, single but, game pass.
2: Let's about. take a break. Your phone calls, 844-204-RICH, being the number to dial. Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston. This is going to be fun. <laughs> that's next on The Rich Eisen Show. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
3: Hey, it's J.B. Smoove here at Media Day in Houston, and we're on to the pets, baby. What's up, Tom? How you doing? You are a 10 in the handsome world, right? Would you trade in three of your handsome points to get back at them damn giants? Yes, I'd trade them all. Hey, Clef brothers too, man. <laughs> Clef t- hey, Clef 10 brothers, Clef 10 brothers. You see this? Character, character. Please give me something I can take to these movie executives. Yes, <laughs> to convince them why we need a black unicorn movie. You look at this crowd of white unicorns and all you see is this big, black, handsome unicorn standing there looking like black beauty. It's the best strip club in Boston in Gronk's basement. Be honest. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm going to go down there and talk to your coach and I'm going to tell that man, this man is, is electrifying. He has to touch the ball way more than that. Okay, I'm gonna go down and tell them. All right, that's on you though. No, don't, don't tell my No, I, that. no, I'm gonna say we talked about it. <laughs> nah, you can't tell no, me. No, wait, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> man. We did, we did talk about it. She come by my house, my bar, and all I had was black unicorn, and no one wanted it because nobody wanted that black unicorn because it, it was different. You're a tough cookie, man. What cookie would that be? A ginger snap, a fig one a another wafer, a chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate Give me chip. a cookie. Yeah, chocolate, chocolate chip, chip all day, respect. all day. I figured that all day. At first, I thought he might be more of a big Newton guy, but he's more of a top of a chip guy. You see what happens? I don't understand. Devin or Jason? De- no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. You got a twin brother, who place for the Titans. Now, how the hell do everybody in here know it's you and not damn Jason? There's really no way to tell, though, honestly, because Coach Belichick doesn't even know the difference. I don't want no parent trap stuff going on. <laughs> no, I'm better than him, so I can't let him go out there and play for me. Can't okay, do that. Jason. Oh, they look, become man. one. speak speaks to us. home too. Oh man, that's a great story, man. And we need Queen Tiffa to, oh. to be the mom. Oh. We shut this place down, baby. Rich Eisen show, JB Smooth, Super Bowl Fifty One. You know how we do, Houston. We got a problem.
2: I mean, we sent JB Smooth into five media nights. Five five of them that's what we do baby he and martellus bennett should do a podcast together i would listen to that oh and by the way the latest episodes of curb with him we'll talk about it hold on Yes, indeed. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio network and our Peacock network and our Sirius XM network. And we're talking about Sunday night football. Tommy's coming back to New hey. England to face off against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Yes. Bucks Patriots Sunday night Eastern uh, Sunday night, seven Eastern on NBC and Peacock after the game. So. We all know asking Bill Belichick questions is not uh, not a simple task. It's a dangerous game, really. It's a dangerous game. <laughs> most dangerous game. It's the game. most
0: dangerous game, really.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, asking him questions on the week that Tom Brady's coming back um, is not going to be easy. But Tom Carnes, an intrepid reporter. Mm-hmm. He also heard Belichick say on his local radio show on Monday that uh, – The Buccaneers were viewed by Brady as a better option, and Tom followed up on that. Here's the exchange from Monday.
7: You spoke on WEI today about Tom Brady looking at his options, and he decided Tampa was a better option. Why weren't the Patriots a better option for him when both Robert Kraft and Brady himself said over and over how much they wanted him to finish his career here?
1: yeah well I mean I, I'm not going to go back and rehash all that. We've talked about that, really my you've focus right now is on the it. yeah Who my does? focus is on the game here, and look, I have so much respect and appreciation for Tom and everything he did here and for me and for our team and uh, you know, we're just getting ready to compete against Tampa this week, and we're going to keep our focus on that.
7: but you've never you talk about rehashing dynamics that you've already gone through. you've never done that.
1: Yeah. Uh we we made a statement when Tom left and that that covered it.
7: You surprised how well he's played? He's thrown sixty one touchdown passes in twenty three games down there. Uh, one
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, Tom's a great player. Nothing surprises me that he does.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair, enough. fair, fair <laughs> enough. And joining us once again on the Rich Eisen Show from NBC Sports Boston is none other than Tom Curran. How are you, sir?
7: Rich, I'm good. I'm good. Love to get to the bottom of this or at least get something on the record there. Not getting any closer.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> excellent um, excellent attempt and foray, Tom. Um, but your, your, your initial question... Um, was an interesting way to uh, shroud the the ultimate. I think if you drill down, what you were saying, may I, may I ask the question that you were you were you were essentially dressing up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill, wasn't it you and your crappy roster the reason why Tom wanted out?
7: <laughs> and your offer of a contract that you knew that he would rebuff in 2019 in the summer. <laughs> until he finally threw up his hands and said, I'm going to be out of here. Those two things together, yes. Mm. I mean, the option was, he weighed his options. His options were, hey, do you want this half-eaten candy bar? I mean, this is how Bill is really framing it. He looked at his options and decided to go elsewhere. What was the option the Patriots were offering him? He had said, I want the full candy bar, and I want to enjoy it for a couple years. and I want it to be a yummy one. Mm. So is it here's, here's a happy eaten candy bar you can eat for a year.
2: Now I was being facetious um but uh, the, the general sense of things was that there was no way to bridge the gap was there any way to possibly to bridge the gap cuz we're Okay. In the
7: 2019 offseason Brady and his folks expected a 2-year 50 million dollar guaranteed contract identical to Drew Brees's. That's what they had discussed. That's what they expected. And then come August, when it still hadn't germinated, and they finally said, you're not going to get that, here's a two-year deal, second year is not guaranteed, it's basically an $8 million bump. How do you like that? They could have still been here through 2020 if they gave them that breeze deal. And once they didn't do that, the season played out, and when Brady sat down with Belichick prior to free agency, kind of more doing a solid mm-hmm. for the Patriots because he said he would. And Belichick said to him, look, highest we can go on the cap for is going to be $22.5 million this year. That's it. That's all we can do. And there was still no talk of a guaranteed second year. So, yeah, there was a gap to be bridged, and there was willingness on Brady's part all the way up until the summer of 2019 to do it. Patriots didn't want to believe that Brady could do what he's been doing. You can't blame him for that because no one's ever done it. Mm -hmm. When the guy's sitting in front of you for 20 years and you still don't believe what you're looking at, then it's on you when he goes someplace else.
2: Hmm. But I guess when it all comes down to it as well, I mean, if you are taking stock, um, would Brady have been able to spin... Gold out of the straw that was left around last year that we saw. I mean, obviously Cam getting COVID and um, and not uh, being the same guy in the first three weeks was a death knell in a way. But would Brady have been able to do what he's been doing for the twenty years prior with that twenty twenty no. team? Right. So so
7: because here's here's the reason though. Mm-hmm. Because Bill Belichick and Nick Casario couldn't do as good a job building the Patriots as Jason Light did in Tampa. Some of that's tied to the fact that they're drafting later than Tampa. Some of that's tied to draft picks being confiscated by the league. Some of that's tied to the Patriots going, as Belichick said, kind of all in to win Super Bowls and what they perceive were Brady's Brady's waning days. But a lot of it has to do with just bad roster management, bad selections, bad free agent picks. So no – they wouldn't have won but you can't say they wouldn't have won and just shrug there's a reason their roster was bad in 2020 and it wasn't Tom Brady
2: Tom Curran NBC Sports Boston Patriots insider and Patriots talk host on the podcast world right here on the Rich Eisen show what do you think's going to what's going to look like Sunday night, because we were kind of setting the stage. There's nothing like it. There's no, there's no comparison mm. in sports. It would have been akin to Jordan leaving the Bulls right away to go to the Wizards, winning one, and then coming back the next year. Like, that's the only comparison that you could possibly make. And on top of it, um, Brady's going to definitely, by maybe the end of the first drive, become the all-time passing leader in the history of the NFL, never to look back. On Drew Brees, is there. I mean, what's it going to look you like? You would have
7: also had to have Phil Jackson say, "I don't think he can do it anymore. I can win with Pete Myers." <laughs> I mean, Pete that Myers. that also would have had to have been present. Wow! So, <laughs> wow! That because that is the vibe <laughs> that Brady got. That is the vibe <laughs> that the Patriots sent to him. That is basically Bill's belief. Look, we won in New York with Phil Sims and Jeff Hostetler. We won in Cleveland with Finney Testaverde. We won here with you. We can find them and make them. And that's, you know, so that's that's where that, that exists. But did you see Game of Thrones? Of course. Watch that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think this could have the, have the potential to look like the Red Wedding. Oh, oh <laughs> Yikes, Tom! Oh, oh my
3: goodness!
2: The Lannisters send their regards. I mean, come oh, on. Oh wow! We were wondering if Brady's going to want to rub it in. Do you think he's going to? Run- I mean, he rubbed it in last year, winning the championship. What more rubbing needs to be done? Does it need to be done in the and in, in in front of the whole world and in Gillette? Like literally, that's that's what you think it's going to be like on Sunday night. Well, don't huh?
7: you think that <clears throat> beyond the vindication of winning, right. that specifically, Bill? is the reason that Brady uprooted, and and to a degree, Robert Kraft, who, you know, I think that, and and I have had a good relationship with Kraft, and I understand his motivations in this, but he said, look, I'm going to let Bill make the decision. And Bill made the decision, which was to really not even engage too much in contract negotiations, the point where Brady was out the door before the Patriots even, before free agency even began. So there was no free agent tour before Brady ruled out the Patriots. So I think both of them, Brady feels, he would like to try and get some kind of retribution against. This is the only chance where he can do it there. And I think it would be important to him to say, this is what you didn't want to keep for multiple years. This is this is the guy who you thought should be a temp.
2: I didn't hear you, Tom, but... There's also, and and I understand the way it ends, and trust me, um, you know, the way that the only comparison I can make for my own personal life is the way things ended at ESPN did not go the way that I was expecting And uh, I have been the tip of the NFL network spear for 18 straight years now Mm -hmm. Uh, in many ways, you know, when i mic up, you know, coming out of the mist as I once told Ray Lewis, when he was competing against us (laughs) on game day morning, you know, like I come out of the mist every single Sunday at nine in the morning, you know, I I wear it on my, you know, it's part of my DNA. I totally understand, but I also, you know, know that my seven years at ESPN was terrific. It helped launch my career. I met my wife there and, and, you know, are we going to forget when Tom eats ball that there was a 20-year relationship that put six banners on the wall and that was all born out of, yes, a Mo Lewis hit, but in that year, Belichick sticking with number 12? I mean, do we forget about all of that right now because of the way know. it ended?
7: I mean, does Brady take his foot off the pedal? I don't think so. Does Brady want to take his foot off the pedal? Does he want to be nostalgic? Yeah. And that's why I kind of equated it to the Red Wedding. I think that my speaking to, to Mr. Brady last week and Karen Garegian's conversation with Alex Guerrero, and, and then my subsequent conversation with Alex Guerrero, which they like, do not ask about the Patriots. They would prefer to come in with a minimum of hype, but Brady at least would. Right. Keep everything above board, extremely deferential and appreciative, while not overly so. Not gilding the lily and making it sound as if it was better than it was. And then when he gets to the field, play like his hair's on fire. I I don't think he wants anything added to it. I don't think he wants the expectation levels rising uh, about vindication or vindictiveness. So that when he extracts it, then it was, okay, there's, there's a surprise.
2: So, are you saying there was a phone call maybe from Tom to his dad saying, "Dad, let's just lay off the gas a little bit"? And he calls up his trainer, Alex Guerrero, and say, "Lay off the gas a little bit," because that definitely uh, caught my attention sitting out here in Los yeah, Angeles. No. And it was, was it, we were to me to, to, to
7: basically yeah. said
2: "Cut the." Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad, you know what I mean? Like, and and yeah, uh, I wasn't happy. It's what I was wondering um, because. I'll tell you this: the fact that li- li- they they don't want the hype, or hoping that there's less hype, that 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 horse is yeah, leaving the barn. I mean, like literally, that's forget it. I mean, there's only one game and this week, as far as you know, the national media is concerned. And you've got you've got two three and and0 teams playing each other atop the NFC West, the deepest end of the pool in Week Four. I mean, right.
7: just up the road here. So that's so. like, well, why do I need my people standing out there too, waving banners as we go down the street? It's already big enough. Well, that was the contention. But, of course, that's the nature of, of what we're doing, get inside the matchup and why the, what the feelings are leading into it. So that's our job as opposed to what the job of, you know, making it easy and comfortable for, for Tom is. As much as we appreciate, you know, watching him as a player in the relationship, we have to cover the matchup as the matchup is. And, and there is a feeling of that, even though they don't, Tom would prefer that not to be the front and center topic.
2: Tom Curran. He's
7: fed by folks around him.
2: Right. Tom Curran here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, So uh, what about what happened last week? Obviously, Brady's going to come in ornery. We know that. Um, Mac Jones looked every part of the rookie quarterback for the first time in three weeks, I think, that we've seen. Um, And the Saints picked him apart. Now here comes Todd Bowles and a team that I think, on behalf of Brady, he's just mentioned how Brady wants to keep everything under the radar as best he can in terms of what sort of retribution he might be looking for in the way that things ended in New England. I think the defense might take up that mantle for him um, on behalf of the pay- the Buccaneers against Mac Jones. How is Mac Jones's performance, first three weeks, how do you think he might fare against a ferocious front seven coming for him Sunday He's
7: night? He's still been their best player on offense. Huh. So even even though the product and the, the statistics look bad, it's a byproduct of the protection that they're not giving him, and it's protection breaking down on multiple fronts. It's losing to four-man fronts. It's losing to blitzes. It's losing to pressures. It's losing when there's blitz pickup by the, the back. Um, it's an inability for guys to, to uncover. You know, Mac Jones, and it's been exhibited in the first, especially the other day, but in the first three games, he does not have an electric arm. So he's not going to throw you out of trouble necessarily if he doesn't have the wind up area to throw it hard. So um, until the Patriots can figure out how to keep the heat off him until guys can separate quickly off the line of scrimmage it's a problem. Now before it was okay, we'll go five wide and we'll have Jim White, you know, motion out at the snap, he's going to be hurt. We'll have him motion out and then we'll win matchups with Amendola or Edelman who are short space separators and Tom knows exactly where they're going to be. And where to throw it. And it'll just be like, you know, eating off their heads. Eight-yard gain after eight-yard gain. Can't do that. They, their slot guy now is a taller, longer guy who's not as fast as those guys, Jacoby Myers. Aguilar, Henry, and Johnny Smith have been kind of disappointing through three weeks. It's going to get better, but the best aspects of the team, Rich, right now, offensive line, the new tight ends, and the front seven defensively, have been the the weak spot, mm. and that has to be troubling to the Patriots going into this game. They're not playing like the Patriots, and any time you're backed into a corner as the Patriots, you always had Tom Brady to lead you out. He's not there now. He's actually coming into the corner after you.
2: And what does Belichick know about Brady? I mean, like in terms of huh, you know, preparing for a quarterback, he's always spectacular at that, and in terms of preparing for a quarterback, he perhaps knows this one more than anybody he's ever game-planned against, ever. Uh, I mean, you, I can't say the word ever enough. So what do you think nope. he's going to dial up here coming up on Sunday night?
7: That's a great question. I would put it this way. <clears throat> Belichick's in the cockpit, but every time he spins a dial, the controls are not controlling the pieces of the plane that he wants in the correct way. I mean, he's not asking for Alvin Kamara to be left un completely unguarded inside the five-yard line on a check down so he can walk in.
8: Mm -hmm.
7: Somebody made a mistake. So Belichick can have all the game plan ideas he wants, but if those guys cannot elevate their level of being on the details, Brady's going to shred them. They're, They're a little rudderless in the front right now, and that's Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo, and Bill Belichick are in charge of the defense. And right now they're having busts. They're having run game failures. Um, they had 10 guys on the field the other day, Rich, for the game-securing touchdown run by Taysom Hill. I mean, w- w- what city am I living in?
2: I know, right? That's so uncharacteristic. That's, there's no even words for it. So before I let you go, how do you think it's going to look with the fans? 12 jerseys everywhere. He comes out of the tunnel. LFG. People go crazy. Uh, a vid- I don't
7: think they go crazy for him. Really, I, I think it'll be like almost like a boxing match, you know. Um, in terms of you know, there won't be there'll be appreciation by most. There'll be plenty of people who be vocally anti-Brady. I think people underestimate the number of people out here who have had it with Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, have had it with Alex Guerrero and Gronk and Mr. Brady and Tom Curran writing about him and all of it. So there's plenty of people who who want to see Brady get his ass handed to him. But if the game starts to go badly, and for the fourth week in a row, the Patriots look inept, then I wouldn't be stunned at all if that Sunday night crowd starts to turn on the Patriots themselves a little bit.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, because, you know, that's right. I mean, lost amongst all this, is grunk is there, too. And he had quite the exit as well that the team was not terribly happy about in the manner in which he he, uh, left and then reappeared in Tampa and— so you, w- there'll be no acknowledgement when he passes Breeze for the all-time mark. They won't show it on the board. I'm going to be fascinated to
7: see what they're going to do with that. I really would. And that's when I want to ask Bill. I said, you know, Bill, you're such a historian of the game. Oh, I mean, is it is it humbling to know that Tom is going to break that probably in the first or second quarter?
0: <laughs> humbling. Come on, <laughs> come on. Tom.
2: Now you're asking for it, Tom. <laughs> now you're just like you're just taking your press pass and just handing it over to the Patriots. They here taken. That's I mean that's basically. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there must be a feeling of awe,
8: is there? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Maybe that's when they'll play the, the video. I don't know. I mean, uh, that's normally what happens when somebody comes back. And you, we all know Brady's going to wear a red jacket one day and have his moment in the sun in Gillette. I mean, we all know those days are going to come. But um, this,
7: You know what? You this know, whole thing on. has gone as well as it possibly could have in terms of hurt feelings. And incendiary emotions and long term scars. They've all handled it really pretty friggin' well. Kraft, Belichick, and Brady. It's unprecedented. <laughs> but aside from really, you know, the peaks behind the agitation around Brady, they've high roaded the hell out of it. And I, I would imagine they're still going to. So don't you agree on that, Rich? They, oh, my God, yeah. Uh, I mean. There's not a lot of blood been spilled. No, and
2: and and but you know there's going to be a press availability for Brady tomorrow and Belichick. You know, uh, for as much as people like to poke fun of his, you know, parrying with the media and saying nothing, he's one of the most made available coaches in all of the NFL. You know, and so there's going to be a lot of that, and and the buildup is going to be insane. I mean, we're talking it on a Tuesday, and I plan on talking about it every single day. I mean, this is there's nothing like this in the history of. Sports, America, North American sports, is nothing like it. So there's no playbook for it. and nobody, Because like I said, at some point, Brady will have his red jacket. So will Belichick. They're going to be in the same bust gallery together. You know, um, you know, Robert Kraft would love to be in that gallery himself one day. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Everyone's going to eventually get together, but Sunday night's going to be mighty awkward
7: on occasion. Yeah, when it comes down to it, Brady's too old. And, and you can't blame Bill Belichick for saying... Look, I thought he was too old. I didn't think he could do what he's been doing. He's doing it. But at some point, we had to make a decision for our future. I mean, that's a much easier answer to say philosophically we didn't feel comfortable doing it and and extending ourselves financially and with the term of the contract to a point that made Tom comfortable. We yeah. found an option somewhere else.
2: Yeah, but well, that's the last thing you want to yeah. say before Brady's coming into your house, coming off a loss. <laughs> you don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, but I respect yeah. Bill for telling the truth. Uh, no, I, I hear you. But maybe you say that once Tom's left the building. Yeah, maybe. Thanks for the call, Tom. Pretending
7: that, he didn't, pretending that we wanted him to stay here when you're, like, holding the door for him for five years mm. is cuckoo, though. That, that's going to agitate Brady more than being honest.
2: Tom Curran, look for my number. We'll call you again soon. Certainly coming up All next right, week. Buddy. I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, put a, a fine point on this next week. We'll chat. Love it. Take care, brother. Thanks for having me, Tom Curran. Everybody, Tom E. Curran at Tom E. Curran on Twitter. I Tom love e. that guy. He just mentions no words.
0: Dude, he's a kid we grew up with, Rich. I know. You know.
2: Well, you in the New England area, yeah, they didn't. Sure. S- they didn't sound like well, that. They didn't where sound. I grew up yeah, they from, but...
0: sound a little different where you were from. but <laughs> Same mentality. Wow.
2: What a great chat. I'm telling you, this it's gonna is going to be awesome. There's nothing like it. It'll be the highest watched, most watched regular season game ever. I can't imagine it wouldn't be. Right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, the post game show. And again, Sunday night, Brady versus the Patriots. In the house where he helped hang six banners, my word. Your phone calls when we come back. Their phone lines are let Eight four four two zero four. 204 rich number to dial and one of the craziest fantasy football stories you've ever heard. <laughs> That's coming up next right here on The Rich Eisen Show.
4: <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore.
2: There's somebody on Twitter, and it could be Bob, at real underscore Bob Costas. Then you read the Twitter bio and you begin to think something could be up because it says former NBC Sports broadcaster, 21-time Emmy Award winner, 11-time Olympic host, president and sole member of the BCFC Bob Costas fan club.
8: (laughs) Doesn't sound like
2: Bob. No. So I wanted to make sure that we're all buttoned up. And inviting here on The Rich Eisen Show to discuss this very subject is none other than the real, actual, 100% authentic Bob Costas. How are you, Bob?
1: I'm good, Rich. Late last night, and then again this morning when I woke up, dozens of texts, some claiming it must be real, some saying this can't be true. Yes. And one said, this is the best indication that hell has frozen over (laughs) since the 04 Red Sox. Or the 2016 Cubs. But I am here to assure you and everybody else that the fires of hell are still very much blazing because I am absolutely not on Twitter. They have taken the bogus account down. And I began thinking, you know, what would actually, what would I have to do before I ever deigned to be on Twitter? What, like binge watch the real Housewives of Orange County? (laughs) Make a return trip to Sochi just for the nostalgia of a Pink Eye episode? (laughs) Star in a sequel to Basketball? Or or just for you, just for
2: you, Rich. Yes, Bob.
1: Make a special trip to the NFL Combine. (laughs) All those things will happen before I'm ever on Twitter.
0: (laughs) I mean, a prequel to Basketball
1: would be pretty epic. Prequel. I like it. Yeah. That, you know what? I have to admit that. I have to admit, if, so if, this, if the Zucker brothers asked me to do a sequel, especially with Al Michaels at my side, yes. the basketball,
2: it must, it must be done. Okay. So this is the real Bob Costas. We okay. can confirm that oh my now. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, uh, Twitter needs that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I mean, of all the things in the world, uh, I, I so did you, did you, did you, uh, your son, uh, tweeted it out that this is not you. When I saw the, the first screen grab that, that Keith sent
1: to me. Yes. One tip off should be, look, I'm a reasonably humble and self-effacing guy. Yes. But would I knowingly shortchange myself? Seven Emmys. <laughs> I think I didn't even get the number of Emmys right.
0: Exactly. I said that. I said 21 seems a little Damn. right. Damn.
1: Right
2: you got to pull a scam, get your ducks in a row. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Rich and Show for more. Hey, when was the last time you really thought about your dream and seriously oh, considered Rich, it? Man. Because this it's time morning, for you to get back to thinking about it like you used to all the time. What happened to you? It's time for you and your dream to get back together. Think about it. You could live the van life. In a totally <laughs> customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Not down by the river. No, not you could tour it, around all 423 <laughs> national park sites, build a mountain cabin with your dad, start your own business, really whatever you dream up, because we're talking about a Mercedes-Benz van right here, where, ex- where you can expect safety features, innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. Eight four four two zero four. 204 rich number to dial. Ray in Wisconsin has been hanging on forever. What's up, Ray? You there, Ray? You're hey, on there. how are you? What's going on, bro? Oh, you want to put him back on? The guy's been holding on literally for two hours. Put him back on. Hey,
8: Ray, how are you? Hey. This Ray.
2: Ray, you gotta talk, bro. I know you've been hanging on forever, but I'm i uh what's on your mind?
8: Well no, sorry to say I'll make it quick. Uh sure. Uh T J uh your uh Rail Grand Maester there. Uh I'm yes. sorry, the Cowboys suck. <laughs> uh they, whoa, whoa. You're whoa, audacity, whoa, Ray, the audacity.
4: How dare you, sir? How dare you? Ray, are you a Packer
8: fan? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, I'm a 49ers fan. Oh, I'm you guys stink, too. That's fine. They
4: <laughs> that's that's mutual hate right there. <laughs> well, you're there. both two and one. Yeah, that's mutual you're, dislike. You're both two and one. Because of that Dwight Clark guy. Go for it, Ray.
8: May I, may I Rich? Sure. Um, may I ask TJ, who looks better in red or blue? Dion? Or Charles Haley? Oh. oh, well, they both look better
4: in blue. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> they both look better in exactly. blue. Thanks, Rick. Dion the...
8: looks the best. No, no, no. I just say that because Dion's my favorite player of all time. Well, I, I... I respect that with you, DJ. Dion, when he came to the 49ers, greatness, greatness. But I don't want to spend too much time on your, on your program, Rich. It's um, all good, um, I also want to go to Brockman uh, oh. from uh, the resident band of Cheaters, over in uh, Boston, uh, uh, I'd like to tell him, "Hey, how do you guys feel beating the Dodgers as cheaters? Oh. And uh, how do you feel?"
0: Uh, <laughs> that's not what happened,
8: Ray, Ray in
2: Wisconsin. I like everybody, this Ray, guy Ray man. you call back, Ray. you call back forever. He was, he was, he, he came out uh, coming in hot. He came out he hot.
0: Was, he was like a hole for two hours and then <laughs> fired some shots.
2: I know he did. <laughs> I like Wisconsin, that Ray guy, everybody. man. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, if you're on hold stand hold, um, I want to talk about something here because uh, Jason Feller, who sits in for Del Tufo, um, <laughs> is sitting in for Del Tufo today mm-hmm. because he will not be around uh, uh, to sit in for Friday's show when Del Tufo will be here because the, the – you're sitting in literally on a broken back, correct? Yeah. You got yeah, two
6: fractures at the bottom of my spine.
2: Okay. Oh, and you're finally getting this fixed. Finally, been about seven years. Okay, as long as this show's been on the air. Is that hurting. why? Is that why Brockman, after we went off the air, asked you for your car if you're not going to be using it? <laughs> literally, what happened? It like, is. Like, yeah. Chris, did you ask him? Because <laughs> I heard as I was walking out, like you say, Jason, if you're not using your car, can I have it? Yeah. Yeah. He exactly. said, if I die. Well, if, oh, if something. You oh know, gosh. Just <laughs> back surgery, right? I mean. Yeah, but well, you, you I, never know, Rich. Yeah, yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got to have, with him. all due respect, of course. I mean, well, I mean, this, I mean, this is it's not, and and so he's got a nice. His
4: car. Which I is, hope he makes it I and do like his car too. Well, I,
2: I, I hear you, but we've all got to pull together as a team yeah. because this is big, not just his surgery, because you are not going to be able to handle your fantasy football team this week because you'll be out, right? Correct. And so you are taking on somebody in your league with whom you have a very interesting bet, correct? Would you care correct. to explain what your, your bet is right now?
6: Yeah, so this is the third year of tattoo bets. Mm-hmm. And the first year I had to get a picture of a river, because his nickname is River. Mm-hmm. Last year I got River written on my ass. This <laughs> year, the loser mm-hmm. has to get the Rich Eisen Show logo tattooed. On, on oh, said butt. Okay, on
2: butt. Okay, so this is what happens. That there's no <laughs> other body part onto which this tattoo nope. can be affixed. Wow. Nope. And you decided that the loser must. And so who are you taking on this week?
4: I'm taking on River. And who's handling your fantasy football I team? would like TJ to do it. TJ, will you handle his business? Yeah, Rich, I'm going to, you know, as a three time fantasy football champion okay. of a very competitive league, I will step in for Jason. Now, I have okay. a conundrum, though. Well, hold
2: on a second before you get to that. Yeah, I have a conundrum. River and
4: Hermosa Beach, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's
2: up, River? River, gentleman, feller. River?
6: What's up? River. River.
2: Um, So why my show logo on your butt? I mean, better than Jace's name, right? (laughs) Okay. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Whose idea was this? Yeah. Whose idea was this?
1: It was actually mine. It's not looking like a great
0: idea right now because I'm 0-3. Oh my god. Wow.
8: <laughs>
2: wow. All right. So and river first. Okay. All right. So river. It's a uh, long season. Okay. Um, it is a long season, longest ever. And they added a week. We're good. Okay. So um, I would say you're the very opposite of good. I'm 0-3 in my league. <laughs> you ain't good, river. Well, uh, and I'm not. I'm not getting the ink at for anybody. Um, so my question for you, river, is left or right? Which one do you think, <laughs> think would look better? Oh, I am a southpaw. Let's go left. Okay,
6: nice. So there's something I haven't said either.
8: It,
2: Jason went right, so why not? River
6: has no tattoos at this point in
8: his life. Oh, oh my God! A ghost!
6: Ghost! This would be his first
4: tattoo. Would be your logo. Oh. Well, can I make a suggestion? <laughs> oh, can go you, ahead. Can River place it somewhere? Cause I'm assuming you're going to win. Can he place it somewhere where it's seen, like he's a walking eyes no, of billboard? Instead of the cheek? I what about the calf? So. No. Well, okay. For for our radio audience, one second. Whoa.
2: Hour number two is coming to a conclusion. Um don't go anywhere. The latest in the NBA that you definitely don't want to miss. Certainly LeBron news coming up. We're still here with River though for Peacock because the Peacock audience demands more is a River professional, inking man. Inking the the show logo on his left butt cheek. So no, no I, I don't know why you'd want to suggest anything other than the cheek well, cuz no one can see it. Well, somebody special in River's life it? will one day and and wonder what's going on right there. Good point. All right, River. Um Wow, I would say best of luck, but I'm 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 kind of rooting for Jason. We've never met. So, um, I'm in first place. I'm undefeated. Well, oh my god! So goodness, it's going gracious. good so far. Okay. Well, I got good. you, Jay. I got you this week. All right, man. River. Thanks for the call, brother. You hang in there. Thanks,
4: guys. Okay, there you go. That was amazing. TJ, yeah, this is big. It is big, but now I'm kind of like. My conundrum is: I wouldn't mind seeing Jason have to have the logo. This is why you should have me run you know, your team, but because but I I'm, want you to win. But I'm you not,
0: are picking the guy who lost on Price Is Right.
4: Yeah, it's true. You know, good but, point. But Jason, you're also picking the guy who, out of thousands upon thousands of entries, got selected to even make it onto. But Price
0: then it. he purposely lost.
4: Here's the deal, because Jason. He wanted to entertain. The bottom line is
2: the beautiful thing is that the procedure is Friday, correct? Procedures tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh gosh! So you can't even set your lineup. No. So you know I night, got Gronk, night. and if Gronk doesn't play, put I it need up. TJ put it up. Let's see. Uh, okay, here it is. Okay. Well, we oh, <laughs> uh, we're we're blanking out something on Rivers. Uh, okay. Brady. River. Oh my God! We we have to blank all of these out. So it looks like you're working blue. Very good.
4: <laughs> we're good, Jay. We're good. We got this. Um. Okay.
2: Brady, you a Oh God, I'm I'm God. Very, it's Brady. I'm very heavy. We just heard you just heard Current say that Brady wants to make it the red wedding on Sunday night. Derrick Henry too. How is he losing?
4: <laughs> Wait, a minute, Jason, oh, are you on the left or the
2: right? <laughs> no, Jason's on, on the, the left. left. Yeah, your team left. name or, is
4: Mike says River. Oh, I get, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, your team's good. We're good, Jay. We got this dub. <laughs> oh, <I'm> single, <laughs> but single-tier. Gronk is looking like he might be out. I'm just no, Gronk is end. Gronk
2: is absolutely playing Sunday yeah, he's night. He's they will bad. have to they will prop him up like Bernie from weekends at Bernie's <laughs> and wheel him out. <laughs> <up. laughs> That's how he'll be out there. He'll just be having somebody like move him around. And he'll still probably have five catches. <laughs> in That's right catch. for two touchdowns. <laughs> Good luck, sir. Thank you. So who are you gonna choose? Him or Brockman? I'm gonna stick with TJ. Okay. No offense. He's
4: offended. I'm sure. Uh, I
0: mean, I'm By offended the way, he's very because, offended. You know, I wouldn't have lost on prices. Right,
2: that's all. You'd well,
4: take the middle you, key. You might not have made it up to prices take right Take the middle waiver wire pickup. sell off my players. All right, we still because. got an hour
2: to go. Jason, on his broken back, but non tattooed, rich eyes and show butt, will be with us in hour number three with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.